Okay, you ready? It's ready. Okay, rolling. And three, two, one. Action! Hey, Shibliti What up, homies and homets? We're back with another episode of Shibliti I mean, Shibliti-cast. Shibliti-cast. Episode nine. I don't even know. One of these episodes. But, um, yeah, today it's just Devante and I. You know, we just wanted to say hi again. Um, we're back. I mean, we have, oh, Jesus. Whoa. <laughs> Who the fuck Who's are you? This guy? What? Um, <laughs> I was just trying to use your guys' bathroom. <laughs> we got Suavecito, Hector Malgoza in the house. Suavecito. Yes, sir. If you guys didn't know, myself, Devante, and Hector, we are the Triforce. Triforce. Mm. Triforce. We made a skit that's on the YouTube channel, if you haven't <laughs> seen it already, of us, our first rave. Oh, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, sorry, what were you saying? It's my favorite video we ever made. Mm-hmm. It was lit like big. Lit uh, like big. Lit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, this is our second round trying to have Suave on the pod because the first time we had technical difficulties. Yeah. But this time... We're doing it. Even, Even better. better. It's going to be way, way better, better than the first way one. Way better. Because mm-hmm. this time, it's in 2023, bro. Ooh. Ooh. Is there? Jordan year. We're in 20. We're in Jordan year. She blew to her. She blew to her. But, um, I mean, Suave, we've, we've, us three, we've been good friends for how long now? Almost four years. Almost yeah. four years, you think? Almost four. Dang, already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. And then for the past, like, two or three, I would say, like, us three have been training a lot together. And, like, we all went from just being young pups in the industry, and we're still young pups, but, like, you know, we've we've really grown so much, you know? One altogether. million percent. So it's been indubitably great. <laughs> indubitably indeed. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> great. Okay, Suavecito. Uh-huh. Is, is this your very first podcast? Y- yeah. yeah. Mm. You pop my cherry. We're popping pop cherry. <laughs> 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 All right. So we were thinking we we're just going to ask you some questions, just like if it's a therapy session or something. Ooh, uh, okay. No, just kidding. She blew to who? we have you here. She blew to who? So, um... My first question for you is, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, we know where you come from and everything, but like, oh, tell us your backstory, yo. Like, like where, where'd you come from? Hmm. Okay. I was born in Antioch, California, in the Bay, in the Yay area, mm-hmm. in Northern California. And then I grew up in Brentwood, not the OJ Simpson Brentwood here in LA, <laughs> but there's another one in the Bay. That's a small town. And I grew up like on the dirt fields and... Yeah, there wasn't too much to do there. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in LA and it's a lot better. Yes, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um in, when when did you move here? Uh in April first, twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yes, sir. He always knows like dates to the point, bro. <laughs> Anything in history of the homies <laughs> Hector I never second guess Hector's memory. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Always, always knows it. Dates oh. and times. Yeah, and times. Like, you literally just said, because you just came back from Mexico, right? Oh, yeah. And then yeah. the same date. Yeah, yeah, you were like, yeah, dude, it was the same day I came back. I was like, what the 
frick do you remember <laughs> that stuff, day. bro? I don't know. <laughs> Memories. Just, some things just stick. Can Can't explain it. it. <laughs> One of those photographic memories. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, that was my question. You, you <laughs> I kind of have like a yeah. I kind of have like a follow up to that. Um, I don't know if this is too deep already, but what? Actually, I'll go back to this one later. Uh, a question that came in mind from Devante's is, why would you say that you like LA more than the oh. Bay, and or like does it fit you better? Like just yeah. Why do you mm. why do you like it here more? Um, you personally. In LA you could just create shit more and more people are down. <laughs> Sorry, I drank a charata. I just had so many tacos. So <laughs> it's so good and tasty. Tasty. Um uh the question. Oh yeah. Um in LA people are just more down to collab and create shit. And then even if you do wild shit in public, people are more okay with it because they're like, oh it's LA. Like people do crazy shit all the time. Um in LA I feel more comfortable here. Like I definitely feel more at home. I I, I like warmer weather than up there. Oh, it's warmer here? Yeah, it's warmer here. Huh. I didn't know that. Mm. I mean all of California is nice weather. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. But mm, I don't know, Brentwood. There's not a lot to do, and definitely not people to collab with, or even there's no like acting classes or any industry stuff. Mm. And yeah, LA, you could do whatever you want here. I feel like. Is it like the suburbs, or like where I'm from? Yeah, I'm from like a ranch. Like it's just dirt fields, and we have like a barn, and we oh. have we have like a big backyard. Do you have any um, animals? Huh? Oh, no. We only had two dogs, Roxy oh. and Maya, my sexy bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <Yeah>. Literally. <laughs> Bro, this is what I love about Suavecitos. He just, like, you're so good with your words, man. You just say some funny shit and just, like, no hesitation. You're like, did I stutter? No, I said they're my sexy bitches. I meant it too. <laughs> you gotta mean I mean, it. Literally, we're not talking about like we're talking about dogs. No, you know? dogs. Yeah, they're dogs. female, they're female dogs. dogs. Female dogs. They're, they're bitch. bitches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, I would never really be bored there though. Like we would have dirt bikes. We had a pool. We had a trampoline where I taught all my tricks on there. You taught yourself? Yeah. Oh. And then um yeah, we would make a lot of videos with my cousins, like stupid videos, like we still do sometimes. Yeah, dude, we gotta show we, you gotta show us those sometime. Yes, oh, please. Oh shit, I don't know if I can. Those are so trash. Bro, I'll show you. We'll, we'll show you ours. <laughs> Haven't we done that before? What? We we go no, deep in the library of our embarrassing videos. Oh god. Yeah. Damn. Is it time, or should we wait till five years of Triforce? Do now. <laughs> We do it now and later, and again, and again, and again, and again, and again, and again. And then in ten years, we watch the old Breakfast Club videos from like, it'll feel like centuries ago. Oh man, I don't want to do that now. What? Oh man, you want to do what now? I kind of want to like see those now. I'm like, yeah. yo, what do we look like? It's already been <laughs> two years, bro. Dude, I've definitely my face has aged. I look older. For you sure. think so? I feel yeah. like it's because you're always rocking more facial hair now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it has grown thicker. 
Indubitably. Indubitably. Yeah. Anyone that doesn't know our breakfast club, we like named our own like little group that where we would just go out to the field and just do fight scenes and train mm-hmm. every morning. And then we would eat breakfast here at mm-hmm. the Blue Crib after. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we will buy that park and rename it Shiblu Park. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, there. It's gonna happen, dude. It's literally gotten to the point where they don't even question us, like hopping the fence. Like, <laughs> right? They're just like, yeah, dude, you guys, yeah. Oh, the ninjas are there. Okay, <laughs> is that what they call us? <laughs> is what they do. Then yeah, <laughs> there was a guy that came out there and like offered us the key. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He was like, because like you know the little like community center there. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, just come in and just like we'll give you the key. Mm-hmm. What Shiblu too. He was an interesting guy. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Nice. To say the least. Yeah. Hmm. You have another question? One thing? Um, or do you, let me, let us know if you have any questions or anything. Um, but, I don't, I, I just feel good. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Life's great. I have many more questions, but I would like to hear what Brandon has to say first. What, what's your question? Well, I just asked one. Oh, you did? Oh, we did. Okay, okay. Well, I guess this is my turn again. Um, mm-hmm. Why did you pursue this career? Oh, shit. Oh, wait. We didn't even say, like, Hector's, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Hector's yeah. an actor, stuntman, um, self-taught martial artist and parkour. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot. <laughs> you've been in... What shows have you been in? You've been in uh, nine, nine one. Yeah, I, yeah, I did nine one. Oh, sorry. You did. Um, I was in on my block. I sold drugs to little kids. Then I got beat up. Yeah. And then I sent the lead to jail. Then he got out though. So you had a co-star role in that, yeah, right? Co-star. Screw block. you, cabron. What about the recent? Uh, the, 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 oh, the, on Station Nineteen. Yeah. Station Nineteen. Yeah. I played the role of Devin, and I had a seizure. <laughs> that was fun. And then, um, brown kid named Devin. I thought that was funny. Um, I did the movie Hellfire where I played Titus. Oh, that one's not out yet, though, right? No. You can say that, though, right? Yeah, I can okay. say that. It's on MTV. That's coming out this year. I think so. Yeah, mm. and I'm gonna make the prequel tight Titus the pre the Hellfire prequel. Mm. It's gonna show how he ended up there, Let's and then go. you know something might happen to him in the movie. I don't know. And yeah. are, there any, are there any other plugs you wanna? Ooh, I mean, me and Devonte were freaking Avengers in the video game. Oh, yeah. that's right. We yeah. mentioned that in the last episode, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. We did, bro. Devonte. Yes. Yep. Devonte, thanks again, bro. You and Carrie plugged that one for me, and it was one of my favorite jobs of my whole life. Oh, yeah. my heart, bro! I'm so glad we did that together. Bro. It was so fun. Me too, bro. I, I think, think that's still like my only job where I got to throw tricks in it. Oh, really? Yeah. You played Winter Soldier in it. I was Winter Soldier, and then you played Panther. Monte was Black Panther. Black Panther. Yeah. Yo. Uh, and I remember taking his box cutter, like, oh my gosh, that's so dope. <laughs> oh, Dude, did, is it in the game? The box cutter? Oh, uh, it, 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 they turn into like car hyperhook, right? Yeah, they turn into a different move. Yeah. They can just like change our bodies around and like what do whatever the they heck? want. Yeah. Dang. Wait, it's I gotta cool. see that. <laughs> did you do J Sup box? Uh, did Master Scoot box? Master Scoot. Yeah. Master Scoot. <laughs> yeah. So seeing Devante do Master Scoot is like, it's like a. It's like, what is it? It's like a shooting star, you know? Yeah. It's like you see them every bro. once in a while. All of Devante's like, tricks, bro. Oh. 
Oh my god, you guys are making me blush. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Indubitably, doubly. blue. Um, did you yeah. ask a question? Yeah, you've the uh, jobs. What other jobs? Um, hmm. I hopped the border on Mayans. That was pretty. Tacos. Tacos. Or <laughs> tata. Yeah, I was the double on Mayans where I was Coco, and then I was just in the passenger seat, and then we totally hopped the border. Like my grandparents may or may not have done that, but yeah. I'm just may or may not. <laughs> <laughs> In the same exact way I did it. <laughs> truck. Hashtag joke. It's so funny. You always make Mexican jokes yourself. Yeah. It's, it's, I feel like that's what we do a lot, though. Like, you make Mexican jokes, I make Asian jokes, you make black jokes. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why we're the Triforce, bro. Triforce mm-hmm. for the life. All different ethnicities. We're the rainbow. We're the rainbow Triforce. Yeah. We're also, if you go on the U.S. map, oh yeah, where we're all from, yeah, mm-hmm. Hector's from the Bay Area, California, which is all far west. I'm in the Midwest, which is the top in Minnesota, and then Devante is in the the East Coast, right? Yep, in North Carolina. North Carolina. And it makes a triangle. A triangle, bro. Like a tripod. Bro, I mean, we say it all the time, but it's crazy that we grew up in such different environments and our souls are like the same, man. We're like mm-hmm. right here. We're like right here. Oh. Triforce for life. Triforce. Okay, sorry, Devonta, you didn't get to finish asking a question, right? Yeah, yeah. So like... Oh, yeah. Wait, yeah. The question was why? Yeah. Why, why did you decide to get into this? Uh, dude. Um, hmm. Well, yeah, when I was like 10, we used to make... It's funny skit I'd, videos with my cousins and my brothers, um, and then I just like fell in love with it. I would always be like, "Come on, guys, let's make a video, let's make a video," and they'd be like, "Poppy, no, you always want to make a video." They called you Poppy. Yeah, that was my nick- <laughs> my yeah my nicknames my childhood nickname is Poppy Hector. I'm gonna call you Poppy Hector now. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, keep it alive. Um, <laughs> Go funny. Um, then I guess. <laughs> I started teaching myself tricking when I was like 16 and then my cousin was like, you should be a stuntman. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to do that. But that was the first time somebody spoke it into existence and I always thought it was impossible because I'm from a small town and none of my family does any entertainment. So then I Googled it and YouTubed it and then I teleported here right now. Oh, oh, but why? Um, hmm. I just love movement and I love movies. I love acting and creating. I want to. I'm going to be producer and director in the future, mm. and um, yeah, I have no regrets, and I'm insanely happy every single day. Every day feels like a dream, and it doesn't feel real to me, and that's why I'm here. And we're gonna change yes. the game. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I always love. Is you're always like, I swear, Hector's. Dang, I always say this with all of us, but like Hector, you're like one of the happiest people I've ever met. Bro. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like I thought we were happy, but God dang, you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> like always, just like mm, yes. Yeah. Every day is just like a dream. Every day is a dream, bro. <laughs> Yo, when fact. I came in today from class, yeah, I was just like, God dang! You didn't see like, I walked in, and y'all was like. But that's like my reactions to you guys every day too. It's like, ah. 
Oh yeah, dude. We I, yeah, we were right there, right? Because we saw the door like suddenly <laughs> <Yeah>. open. <laughs> 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 he just matched the energy. Yeah. Uh, Love it, bro. We're like <laughs> that's like. We're like the human version of like puppies when they're on their <laughs> home. <laughs> That's how we react to seeing each other. <laughs> like our tails just waggling, like, oh my god! Oh my god, tails! <laughs> uh, That's what's up. Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Very wow. good. I think it's so cool how like everyone comes from like different backgrounds, you know? Yeah. Like your story, man, you could write a book about that. That's oh beautiful. snap. Really? Mm. Maybe I'll just make a biopic movie and then I'll cast my younger son to play me and then he'll win the Oscar for it. Oh <laughs> wow. you heard it here first, folks. Wow. Fast forward twenty years later. <laughs> Poppy Hector Jr. <laughs> Wait, I'm you already the, I'm already the junior though. Oh, Poppy Hector Jr. Jr. The third. <laughs> <laughs> Junior to second? How does that work? The third? The third, yeah. Oh, the third, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But but that's why my name is Poppy, because my sister was like, oh, they both had the same name, so it's Papa and Papi. And then Papi. (laughs) Oh, your dad? Yeah. My dad's name is Hector. That's so cool. But I'm the cool, sexy, hot Hector. (laughs) Yeah. Take that, dad. (laughs) Take that, dad. This is not a therapy session. It's not a therapy session. Nope. Yes, it is. <laughs> Take that, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take that. <laughs> uh, wait. Hmm. Dang, I have so many questions. Mm. But uh, something that you said made me think of this one. Mm. Um. So you first started off wanting to be a stuntman, yeah, right? Yeah. And then now you're focusing more on acting, acting, yes. But also some sometimes doing stunts here and there, definitely. And then you just said you want to be a producer and director too, yeah, right? So like, could you elaborate on how you had the mindset of like just wanting to be a stuntman, and then like how you transitioned to wanting to do more? Yeah. And then the um, well, in stunts, like, I just really liked movement and I wanted to get paid. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, I mean, yeah, I just really liked oh, tacos. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to just do stunts because I felt like that was more like a, like a safe bet with my parents and family. Like, they, they could understand that. They'd be like, okay, you're doing stunts. Yeah, that makes sense. He's kind of crazy. So then. I was happy in 2019, and then I was doing the Clippers, too, the slam dunk. That's uh, right. Team. We didn't even mention that. Yeah. You were in the Clippers dunk squad. Clippers, LA Clippers. Squad. NBA. <laughs> yeah. At the uh, Staples Center. What Staples the Center. Center. Bro, so What have you not things. done? You did Universal Studios, yeah, too, right? I was Derm String there, Durm too. Derm at Universal Studios? <laughs> Jeez, bro. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, I was, su- I was super happy right before COVID. Then when COVID happened, I, like, or, like, a couple months into it, I guess, I, like, freaking hit a really low point and i quit the whole industry and i went back home and i got this job at a grocery store i tried to get back with my ex-girlfriend and get my whole life back together even though it was a trash life that i hated um and then i felt like a zombie and i wasn't training and i couldn't eat and like i just felt like trash the whole time like for like it was only like a week or two or like 10 days um and i felt awful but then i remember looking into the sunset through my childhood window room 
And then I was like, Hector, do acting too. Like, be this Mexican Scott Adkins through doing action and kicks and crazy stuff with acting. Because, yeah, I want to change the game. Um, and then after that, then I started cl acting classes with you and on Zoom. And now we're here. Uh, and yeah, I just, I wanted to make fire movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. It's already happening. It's already, it's already happening. happening. Yeah. Dang. Yo. That's inspiring, yo. Yeah. <laughs> bro, Tell we always give you a book. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Dude, that reminded me of a quote that I heard in, um, I was watching Legend of Korra the uh, other day. You ever watched that show? I haven't seen it, but I know it. We watched Avatar, though, right? Yeah, I've seen a few Avatar. Avatar. I like Avatar. I just haven't finished it. There was this quote from Aang that said, when we're at our lowest point, we're open to the most change. Oh. I was like, whoa, this show is so good. Yeah, that, that I feel so like true. you had that moment with yourself looking in the sunset, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. One million percent, bro. So you like grateful for that? Dark? Dude, yeah. If it weren't for... I. I I guess if it weren't for the pandemic, like, I don't know, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. Cause I would still be trying to only do stunts and slam squad and et cetera. But yeah, everything, I guess that all happened for a reason. And it's really true. What Aang said in that. Yeah. To anyone out there, if you're in a low point right now, which is like, life is always going to be like that, you know, like we're always going to find our highs and lows, but just remember it's like a roller coaster. It's going to go back up. Yeah. You know, but yeah. I feel like, I feel like you were open-minded enough to be open to change, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I think some people are closed-minded for too long before it's too late sometimes, yeah. you yep. know? And like, um, I think we're all very fortunate to do what we do, but it's also, I think what we all have in common is we've we've had the courage to be open minded to mm -hmm. like what is possible, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And we're still we're still a long way for where we want to be at. But um, yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I noticed just from knowing both of your guys' stories, like that's something that we all have in common is like when you're at a low point, it's so easy to be like, God, life sucks. Nothing's going for me. And like, it's like it's good to let that out, you know. But like, when are you gonna just Okay, what am I gonna do about it? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like, but yeah, one million percent. And listen to your heart too, mm. what it's telling you. Because if mm -hmm. I didn't, I'd still be a loser in Brentwood. Yep, 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 yep. Wait, so I've oh fuck, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I, after this, uh, well, um. <laughs> Hector, can you can you explain the your your variation of home? <laughs> or the oh god, mm. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So when you dry screw pre workout like a boss, it always reminded me. Or I just naturally started yelling like this, like Thanos when he gets all the Infinity Stones on his gauntlet, and he goes. And then after you take the pre-workout, it just hits way harder. Like, and you feel it. It's it's like it could be placebo effect, but like it actually works. Like you take it and go. Oh, and you feel it in your veins. Feel it in your veins and everywhere. And oh. like you go beast mode. And then 
then I just say it all the time, or yeah. we say it all the time. Oh, is that mine? Who's this? Oh, Sorry, Der- David Gray Studios. Hey, shout out. <laughs> hey, um, wait, is your turn to ask a question? I just asked one. You just asked one? Yeah. I thought I just asked one. Um, <laughs> well, you just asked where the uh came from. Wait, I thought I asked the director producer thing, no? Yeah. Yeah. I think you asked oh. that one too. I don't even know. What's it again? Your mom is a groupie, but she riding the hoopty. Oh, I got a question for you. Oh, you got one. Okay. So, uh, I feel like. We're all Shabla, right? This yeah. is Shabla squad, you know what I'm saying? But like, Triforce, but I feel like your Shabla energy is different. Oh it's my different, God. This dude is this the man. most Shabla. It's Shabla. It's Shabla to her. Yo, Bro, if there was a picture of Shabla to her, it's Hector. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, you said your your family was like, oh, yeah, it makes sense that Hector's doing stunts, right? Yeah. Like, you, it's kind of crazy. Like, yeah. where, where do you get that mindset from? Like, what what's um, going through your head? <laughs> hmm. You know what? Since I was, like, a little kid, since I had older siblings, I just always wanted to, I just always wanted them to think of me as a beast. And I never wanted to be a bitch. And I always wanted to freaking, <laughs> I wanted to be different than them. I think that's why. Because I have three yeah. older siblings. And then... I remember, like when I was twelve, uh, we were doing the, when the cinnamon challenge was like trending, and then my sister was like, "Come on, show us how much of a beast you are!" And right there, like, if you tell me that, bro, if anyone tells me that, like, I will never back out. Like, I would, cause right then and there, I went, "Okay," oh, and then I sneezed all that shit out, like right after. But like, just like stuff like that, like that's. Um, I just always wanted to be crazy and not give a fuck, and have fun because i don't know when i have the most fun that's when i just do crazy shit that most people are too afraid to do mm-hmm. yeah oh wow i'm gonna have to remember this i have <laughs> yeah. another question based off of that oh shit wait, wait, wait go, go go for it it's just that <laughs> it's a follow-up like yeah yeah um and mm. you know the, the triforce right yeah the triforce yeah. represents courage power and wisdom oh! Oh! And in that your courage, right? I'm you're, the courage you're one. You're the courage one. <laughs> what did we establish again? And who's who? Taunt. I'm power, courage, power. wisdom. Courage, Dude, wisdom. We, didn't all three of us like agree to that like yep. right away? Yep, right too. away. <laughs> right away. And your Whoa. girl, and even your girlfriend June knew what we were without even you telling her. Yeah, yeah. I asked mm-hmm. her. I was like, yeah, well, who's who? That's crazy. Triforce. <laughs> <laughs> We even added the new addition today. I love it. <laughs> that was the one. You guys aren't watching the video. We just did the Triforce handshake. Mm. You're jealous. Have you ever seen a three-man handshake before? Have you ever seen that? Hell no. Hell no. I see them. Have you? <laughs> I don't no. Think I've ever seen that. <laughs> Hell no. We made it happen. For the Triforce. <laughs> we believed. Shubluthu. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I kind of had a follow up to what you just said. Um, oh, frick, I have two follow ups. Okay, I can combine them. Um, so you said a lot of that Shublu energy came from like 
Would you say a lot of it came from um, like your family environment, having a lot of siblings? Oh, remember or like the first time we tried <coughs> our Shibu cast, um, oh, we, we like discovered, this, right? we yeah. discovered because like I didn't really like leave my house when I was younger. Um, I would just like be there a lot and like I didn't really have friends. It would just be like my siblings and like some neighbor friends. Mm. Um, and then I wouldn't say I was like really sheltered, but like I didn't like my mom wouldn't let me like leave the house like on my bike to go to the store or whatever. Cause like it was kind of like a ranch area. Mm-hmm. Like there's no sidewalks or nothing. So I, I guess that makes sense. But I think we discovered last time that like that's why I'm like social blue right now in LA. Cause now I'm like free. That's right. I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Cause like now I have a car and, a, and an iPhone. Oh yeah. A car and an iPhone will get you very far in life. I think. Right? Dude, yeah. didn't you, um, where was the first place you moved to? Oh, yeah. oh, if you're open to sharing it. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm proud of this I one. Remember <laughs> when, I remember when I first, yeah, met you. Yeah. You were uh, still there. When, I, when I first met both of you guys, um, I first moved to North Hollywood in a house with like 17 roommates and it was month to month and it was fun. There was like six bunk bed, no, one, two, uh, like eight bunk beds in the room. And yeah, that's where I lived for like nine months. Bro, seventeen, huh? Yeah, 17? like seventeen roommate housemates. Wow. That is the definition of no excuses. You had that <laughs> no place excuses. in your car and your iPhone. Yeah, like a. you edited everything, all of your reels, yeah. and everything on your iPhone, right? Yeah, yeah. You made all of your connections to all of the movies and TV mm-hmm. shows you've been mm-hmm. on through your freaking mm-hmm. iPhone. Yep. And just like driving to places yeah. and just connecting with people that's literally it and i've been fortunate enough to already have like my california license or it's like to work in california i think i don't know if that's super necessary but i was yeah i mean i had no excuses that was it right there that's all no excuses anyone that freaking wants to chase their dreams look at this right now dude (laughs) this is crazy man just do it oh my nike just do it just do it (laughs) yep ah but Sorry, this is kind of like, it's kind of the same question, but just like from, from when I first met you, I think I said this in the last episode too, like with that, we didn't get to air, but (laughs) I would say all three of us, when we first met each other, we were like maybe 1% Shablu that we are now. Oh, dude. Like we were very, we were way more shy. Dude. I would say. So shy. Like, what would you say? Cause obviously I think all three of us had that inner child. Yeah. In us, from when we were little, we were probably like, you know, <laughs> like back then. But like, you know, you grow up a little bit and you're in your, you know, late teens, early 20s. And you start to like see the world and then you start giving a lot of fucks because you see like yeah. how judgmental everyone is and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like all three of us met each other going through that phase of like mm-hmm. caring a lot about what other people think, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I've seen the transition, you know, <laughs> with you, like it's night and day, mm-hmm. you know. So what would you say is like from the past like three or four years has been the biggest like light bulb of being like like you don't give a fuck because it's at a new level, bro. Like you're ordering stuff at Subway and you'll randomly do a character voice. And I'm like, what are you? Oh, he's doing this to practice his Shablu muscle right now. Like, hey, can I get a foot long? Bro, what are you doing? And he does it with full confidence, bro. <laughs> he does it all the time. <laughs> all the time. Oh He's just ordering tacos. Can I get a uh, chicken tacos? <laughs> huh? He just kept saying, huh? 
Huh? Huh? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Sorry, that was a long question. No, nah, bro. Um, wait. Wow, dang. What was the question? Like, I remember. What was the biggest light bulb in the past three or four bulb. years that made you even more shablu? Mm, dang. I hate to say it, but like, it was because of the pandemic, I guess. Because like when. Cause me and Womack, oh shout out to Womack, uh, the Womack, the uh, <laughs> like we were just train a lot and like we we, this wasn't like the reason why we wanted to like train harder when when the gyms opened back up, um but we just wanted to like show like how much we improved from there when we returned, so then mm. and that was also the same time when I started acting classes where my first teacher told me that all great actors have loss of inhibition have a great sense of loss of inhibitions. Where that's where they don't give a fuck what people think of them uh, when they're performing or whatever. Um, so all of that combined, I wanted to really show like all all of that that summer. That summer is really important to me. That's like really where I started um, just not giving a fuck and committing way harder and just really improving. And every time, like I just always wanted to, it to be like another level up. Like every time I returned to jam or whatever, or every time I returned to a new acting class. I want it to be like a big shift, like shift, shift, shift. And then like just not giving a fuck the whole time. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, also just the acting classes helped a lot um, with that, with, with just the confidence. And because then you bring it into your regular day life, like when I order food at Subway, like, yeah, like, yeah, like you're just like, I'm never going to see this person ever again. So why not like fuck with them? Cause I have nothing to lose. So I'm just like, hi, can I get a foot long? <laughs> like it doesn't matter. <laughs> Dang. So you would say it came a lot from that sunset moment. Yeah. And like taking acting class, like con- taking yeah. consistent, consistent action to like train that muscle, yeah. the shablu muscle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. muscle. And then, yeah, I don't know. That just kind of allowed me, it kind of gave me space, I guess, because everybody was distant like by themselves and stuff. It just allowed me to, it gave me the path to become more who I'm supposed to be. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Love that. Love that. Yes, I'm. Okay. I uh, have like a couple questions prepared, but I'm like, ooh, which way should I go? I don't know. Uh, um, All right, all right. I'm going to say this. I feel like you're really well-rounded person like you have like a lot of different skills that you're good at <laughs> nah um, yeah you do bro how shut do you, the fuck up you do <laughs> why or how do you do that like why do you train multiple different things and um, how because how you do anything is how you do everything yo mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. i like what womack told me too actually this was a long time ago he said um like how do you expect all your skills to get good if you disregard like the first thing you started training, like for example, our tricking, like tricking was the first thing to really, that showed me what I could really do and like tell me that things are not impossible that you could actually learn new crazy stuff and like things are possible within you if you believe it and you try really hard. Um, but then just, it's kind of just like, uh, you train one thing, you train another thing, like you get better at all of them together. And then they all raise, they all raise more. But hey, I could ask you the same question, Devonte, bro. You're you're way more well-rounded than me, bro. Like you're freaking hella dope. 
Oh, yeah, but but Devontae's dope as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, thank you, bro. <laughs> um, was that the qu- what was the question? It yes. Like, um, how, how or why how are, are you well rounded? Now, mm-hmm. okay. Now, I think that's that's a little both actually. Explains a little bit of both, but like, mm-hmm. what what's your reasoning behind doing different things you know like oh. why did you do like dunk team and oh. like you know term strength term strength yeah. and uh-huh. tricking parkour <laughs> stunts, stunts. <laughs> you were learning tricking i mean you're learning taekwondo yeah too mm-hmm. like yeah. now you're uh-huh. doing uh kickboxing, kickboxing yeah. yeah um hmm. i don't know because again in that summer of 2020 i learned that like um whatever you or Tricking gets you good at acting. Acting gets you good at tricking. Stunts gets you good at acting. Acting gets you good at stunts. Like it all just goes hand in hand. And I like everything's connected. Everything's connected. One million percent, bro. Um, Oh dang, I had something else I was gonna say too. I forgot it. But yeah, like wait, dang, what was the question again? Uh, like why do you do multiple different things? Oh yeah, um, I just get inspired by, or like I don't know, like I, I see something that looks fun. I'm like, I want to try that and get good at it. And then yes. even for like I don't know my dumb videos I make, like I'm like, oh okay, I want to try this, this, this for this video. And then I'm like, and then I look back, I'm like, oh, I have like these new skills that I learned. But it wasn't even for that. It, it wasn't for my stunt reel or nothing. Like it's just for the art of filmmaking. I think, yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. that mindset is so important. Like when you yeah. see somebody who's really good at something, mm. it's like inspiration. Yeah, mm-hmm. would you say that? Like you're yeah. like, I want to do that now. Yeah, but hey, literally, like I feel like what I just said right now, I've heard both of you guys say it, so it all just goes around in a triforce circle. Mm. <laughs> Dude, that's something that both y'all are really, really good at, though. Like mm. where you see something, you're curious. And no hesitation, you freaking dive in and go and do it right away. Yeah. Like, that is so rare, dude. Like, I would say I'm an action taker, but I was like, I was literally meditating about this other day. I was like, shit, like, Devontae and Hector are working a lot. <laughs> like, nah. like working, you know, like working as in like working on projects, professional projects. And I'm like, what's this thing that they have in common? They're just always taking different classes. They're always just like jumping into different stuff like no hesitation whatsoever because most people are like and i'm guilty of this too most people are like hmm i don't know is that the right thing for me to do like i'm sure you guys ask these questions too but like you don't get too in the deep end of not moving at all which a lot of people do and then for the rest of their life they're always like dang i should have done it i should have done and then they use it as an excuse i should have done it when i was younger but i can't do it now you know, mm-hmm. but it's like you guys are just like <laughs> jump, in and jump into the deep end yeah, of the pool. No hesitation. <laughs> That's yeah, definitely. I've gotten a lot better at not hesitating on recently, but um, I just always like the quote too. Like I'd rather be a, a oh well than a what if. Like that that way you already you have no regrets like ever by saying that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Whoa, Suave. That was a 
I'm gonna let that marinate. Yeah, <laughs> let that marinate and sit in there for a little bit. Can you say that one more time for the Shablu yeah. homies and homets? In any situation, just always have, always go with the mindset of, uh, of rather. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> reset, reset. Okay, okay. Rolling. Take two. <laughs> always have it be an oh well than a what if. Nailed that shit. That's it. Nailed That's it. it. No regrets ever. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. That's like, <laughs> oh, that's something that I think us three are like right here with, mm-hmm. that we never want to live, look back at life and regret that we didn't do something. Yes. Yes. How much more are you, you're always going to regret on thing, things that you didn't do yep. versus what you did do. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that you regret that you did it because if you did it and you regret it, you learn from it. Yeah, exactly. So and if you're okay with that do it then you want to learn from it mm-hmm. you know it's like mm-hmm. it's a win-win mm-hmm. but if you don't do nothing then it's a lose-lose yep. <laughs> yep. and life yep. is so short like you can't be hesitating on important stuff like that yeah never every day is not guaranteed nope mm-hmm. it's like uh crap i don't think i've i don't know if i've said this already but i think i heard this from my dad um it's like kind of what we were saying earlier that life is like a roller coaster, right? Mm-hmm. And you know when when you're at the hospital and they have your heartbeat on the screen and it's tick, tick, oh true tick, 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 tick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so he what he says is life is like this, right? What happens if it's this? Mm-hmm. You're dead. You're dead. dead. When it's not moving at all and it's just steady, Whoa. you're dead. Mm-hmm. That's, That's tight. What life is, bro. That's tight. That's why we gotta follow our heart literally. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Blue too. Dang, that's a really good analogy. Up and down. Yep. Shout out to my dad. <laughs> Shout it. Long mm-hmm. right leg. That's what they call him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or well, like, yeah, pretty much. Like, <laughs> it, not, well, yeah, for sparring. That's where I got my long legs from. <laughs> my dad when he was sparring in Korea. <laughs> that's a mm. son. That's a son. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Turn up. No oh, we have so many inside jokes, man. <laughs> so many. Uh, hey! I trained! I trained! Hey! Uh, Yo. <laughs> Yo, um, what does Shublu mean to you? Honestly, just when you take pre-workout and go to the club and go ham because that's like what we started doing last spring and like, oh, you know what? Like we're talking about like, I think confidence stuff or like not giving a fuck earlier. Mm -hmm. That's probably like one of the strongest ways to strengthen that muscle is to take pre-workout. No other substances. You don't need that. Take pre-workout. I mean, (laughs) you can take pre-workout just so you could be energetic and then just go ham and not give a fuck and make a fool out of yourself and not care what anyone thinks of you at the nightclub at mm, the nightclub yes yes <laughs> i feel like my confidence shot up a lot and i'm down to go do that again like right now or whenever yeah but it's always i always have a great time especially with the trite force yeah mm-hmm. bro is that a reason e- even at those clubs where people are just like oh dude yeah so out, you know just dancing <laughs> like this yeah just run in there and just fucking... Dude, the first time we did it, he freaking jumped in, slip inside. It's like 8 p.m., you know? Everyone's sober. Nobody has the balls to dance. Hector comes up, completely sober, just souped up on pre-workout. 
goes, <laughs> yeah! And just fucking slides on his stomach right in the middle of the whole club. Yeah. And then, bro, we just turned up the dance floor. Dude, yeah. I've never seen a club that lit that early in the night. Oh, yeah. Bro. Yes, yes. We turned up. And it's, 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 I like it more when it was like that, like not so crowded. But then we brought like hella people onto the floor yes. right after we appeared. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's why it's so important to like have like minded people in your life because like it's just exponential how much you grow. Because like, us three separately, we already have that mindset of like shiblu to Let's not give a fuck, right? Mm-hmm. But then if we're together, oh, it's it's like someone has the idea. Your, it was it your idea to go. It was your idea to go sober, and then it was your idea to take pre workout. Pre workout, and yeah, then we just were all like, no second guessing. <laughs> <"Let's laughs> and then we just did. Like, bro, we literally weren't even planning to go to the club that night, right? We no. we just finished training, and we're like, what do you guys want to do tonight? <laughs> You want to go to the club? Ah, no, I feel like we don't want to party. Like, we don't want to, be, we don't want to drink and be, like, hungover and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't we go sober? Why don't we take pre-workout? <laughs> Next thing we knew, we were, the, we were in the car, <laughs> driving there. We don't have to waste money on an Uber because nah. we're sober. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we just go, and then we learn so much from that. That's, mm-hmm. like, that's so important because it's just, like, ping-pong effect mm-hmm. that everyone's just, like, you know? Yeah. And then everyone at the club, there's so many people that I'm sure like our energy that we brought, like so many people wanted to jump in on it, you know, and then their night was better. And then they're probably spreading those good vibes onto other people. And it's just this freaking Mm. beautiful chain effect of spreading love, bro. Mm Yeah. And like energy is such a real thing. And it's also what you learned at the rave. Like it's all about the love. It's all about love. Focus on the love. Speaking of the rave, do you guys remember when like we were we were walking to there and then like they check your the sec- the security like checks your stuff right and like I mean anyone that's been to raves you guys know that like a lot of people are doing like some pretty illegal activities mm-hmm. in there and Hector had this like sketchy like <laughs> Ziploc bag right and it looks like it has powder in it and he like took it right before we go in and we're like. It looks like cocaine, right? But this is straight pre-workout. <laughs> it's like, it looks so sketchy, but it's so ironic oh, because yeah. you were doing the most innocent thing compared to everyone else there. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and like it's in a Ziploc bag and then you had like, <laughs> you had leftover on like your nose and your, your yeah. skin and stuff. And I, you were like, ah, <laughs> yes. And like, I remember people around us were like, what the <laughs> fuck is he on? Like, they probably thought you took some like, crazy cocaine or something yeah. <laughs> in reality they're probably, they have no clue that it was just pre-workout no. and that's the best part they'll never know they'll never know mm-hmm. and it's none of their business nope. yep <sighs> good time. i'm sorry i can cut that out if you don't want that in there but i think it's i would love to have that in there <laughs> uh truthfully straight pre-workout pre-workout that's all you need yeah. that's all you need so uh, i got a question for you and this is like a question that like all of us can discuss. But how Shibla is too Shibla? Mm. Bro, I was thinking the same thing <laughs> earlier, bro. Mm. How Shibla is too Shibla? Well, if anyone's listening to this episode, like the first time they're ever listening to Shibla cast, they're probably so confused. What is that Shibla stuff? <laughs> uh, hmm. Well, first, 
I never want to hurt people physically or break someone else's shit. Um, that's too shit blue for me. Um, when I'm on a stunt job, or yeah, when I'm on a job with a stunt coordinator, I usually tone it down a lot because I don't know, I just don't want him. Safety's to on the line. Yeah, 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 safe, yeah. We're doing safety stuff, and I don't know. I kind of don't want him to think of me as this stupid little kid that's too crazy. Um, how much is too shit blue? Yeah, I mean, as long as it's all in in the love, in the name of love, then I think you're good. Like, if you're not trying to harm somebody, mm-hmm. then yeah, I think you're in the clear. And don't, I mean, I don't do, I I, I was going to say, I don't do, like, illegal stuff for that, but, like, I I did the role on the bowling alley and stuff. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I don't know. Like, Wait, what? Remember on my, on my chaplain, on my chaplino video? Um, oh. I did forward rolls on the bowling alley. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, that's right. Sometimes I don't know. It's like I don't think that's like I didn't break the thing or anything. Like I don't know. Maybe I. Shibletu. Did they kick you out though? I mean, they started walking. We we just walked out right away, like super nonchalant, <laughs> super innocent, just like mm, la la la. And then like they kind of like walked, but then they saw us leaving, so they're like, okay, just let them go. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, yo, sorry, this is really like off topic, but like. This is just an example that I saw um, yesterday when I was at Universal Studios of like how much you can get away with. Wait, but it is also things of a story you need to tell after this. How much you can get away with just doing things with full confidence and no one's going to question it. Like you doing the thing at Subway, Uh you know, you going doing that and they're not going (laughs) to kick you out because you just did it with full confidence. Like, dude, the uh, okay, so. I was at Universal Studios with some people. I'm not going to name the people because I don't know if they're okay with me saying this. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I was at Universal Studios and we were there because um, it like Super Nintendo World opened, but it's actually not officially open until later in February. Mm-hmm. But um, people that work at production companies or whatever, they get like a free pass. Mm-hmm. So we were able to go, right? And... They're like employees, but they're not the right employees that can skip the fast track line. Oh, yeah. But they have like these ID cards, right? And so they would just like cover, they would cover the part, but it looks the same as the others. So we would like, there'd be a fat like hour line and there's like eight of us that don't want to wait in the line. And then we would just like, here, (laughs) we work here. And then they'd be like, some of them would be like. Oh yeah, okay. Wait, they would see how confident you do it, and they're like, "Oh yes, yeah, please come in." <laughs> nice. You know, and yeah. then the and then like, <laughs> some people they, then they start scanning, and then oh. we're like, "Are you sure you don't want to let us in?" And they're like, "No." Nah. We're like, "Okay." Oh. <laughs> but like, doesn't hurt to try. Yeah, What's the worst try. that's gonna happen? Hey, just, yeah, you're just saying just no. Like, no. That's like, you know, no, no. no. Um, <laughs> hey, that goes to show that full confidence will take you a long way. It really does, man. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's true. Yeah. Wait, um, you wanted Devante to say a story or what? Yeah, yeah. Do I have a story about that? <laughs> <laughs> and when he went to Mexico and the old lady. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Okay, so, oh, man. I just came back from Mexico. And um, literally yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Yes. And, you know, it was a great time and everything. And I'm just, like, sitting here eating tacos with my friend. We're just talking, sitting down at, like, a table like this, right? Minding like your own this, business. Uh, taco stand. <laughs> seeing tacos, just hanging out, talking, enjoying life. And then all of a sudden, like, we're just laughing, smiling. And this lady walks up, and, like, I, like, look at her, and she just, like, smacks me and punches me <laughs> two times in the head, like, for no reason at all. Like, 
It's like, like real quick. And like by the time I like realized she was doing it, like she was like walking away. And I was like, what the heck? <laughs> and like me and like everybody else at the table were just like looking at each other and they're just like <laughs> oh, just laughing. Oh my god. And then she like goes and smacks some other dude and gets away with it. <laughs> but like you didn't even I didn't, didn't even question, question it. it, right? Like I was just like I guess she just, she just, I, I did something bad. Like, what did I do? Like, dang. <laughs> okay, we are not saying you should do what the old lady did. No. Yeah. Okay. But it's just a, it's just a funny example. I mean, if she, like, actually hit you hard, like, that would be a completely other thing, right? But, oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You barely felt it, right? Like, mm. it was just like, it's just yeah, funny. Right? shock. Like, what the heck? <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> Oh, Eduardo just, should have been like put some respect on his name <laughs> it's just so funny for me to envision it cause like Devante always has the biggest smile <laughs> I know like, I can just I imagine know. him like just enjoying Man, the tacos <laughs> for the taco. first time having like the best like authentic Mexican tacos and then all of a sudden <laughs> just, the old lady comes up whoop, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> just so <laughs> quick so quick <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry that happened to you, Devonte. You deserve better. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> hey, for the record, we know you would have been able to take her on. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, she was pretty quick, but you know, I don't know. I got the reach advantage. She had a, she had a quick first hand, huh? <laughs> yeah, a quick jab. You think? Shibluto. <laughs> uh, oh man. Sorry, we got a lot of stri- We got pretty sidetracked. But shibluto, shibluto. Did you have another question? Um. That was my question. That was your question? It was my turn? Yeah. Hmm. I feel like I asked most of mine already. Mm. 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 (laughs) Should I say how I got to LA? Like what I was doing before, like grinding in the bay? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I was this loser kid doing this janitor job in Antioch, and I used to work with my dad too, and then... I Googled the stunt school in Florida and I went out. I was supposed to go to Mexico with my family, but then I was like, I can't go to Mexico. I can't go to Mexico. And I was too scared to even tell him where I was going. And then I free, I mean, finally I told him that, and then my dad was like, okay, yeah, go. And then I went and I changed my whole life. And then I came back and then like, but then like I had no connections in the Bay. Like I didn't know what to do next. And then they told me to get on Facebook too. Facebook is really helpful for me. And then I just got on Facebook and I joined all these Bay Area filmmaking groups and all that. And I did a bunch of like acting short, non-union short films Mm -hmm. and they're trash. I would never watch them right now. (laughs) I hope, I I hope all that footage gets deleted. Um, Hey, but it got you to where you're at. Yeah, dude, for sure. Nobody starts off good. (laughs) One million percent. And then I started doing background for 13 Reasons Why. And that's how I got my vouchers. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the Jordan Peele movie, Us. I was in like the red suit with the scissors. That was pretty dope. And then um, I would come to LA a few times, like for some uh, live show auditions, and I freaking fell in love with it instantly. I was like, "Dude, I'm I'm trying to move here ASAP." And then what what about it? Like, did you really like about the live live shows? Oh, auditions? about the live shows? Yeah. I mean, it, it would just give me an opportunity to, like, an excuse to come down to LA oh. and like just feel it in person. Um, mm. And then. Like the beat, uh, the beach is right there, and then you can just train hella places. Um, the people, the people, like people are more open and cool and down. I feel like there's a lot of like, um, 
there's still a lot of fake people still or like ass kissers or like people that pretend to be cool but they actually want something else out of you mm-hmm. um there's people like that everywhere yeah right. definitely but um i've been fortunate enough to not really associate with those people um and i freaking really wanted to freaking move to la and then i just saved them i joined sag like as soon as i could and then i just saved up all my money and i sold a bunch of video games and soda cans and stuff really <laughs> yeah and then video games and soda cans yeah like i would collect a lot of cans and stuff and then really? I sold them all, yeah like on the street wow. um not really on the street just whatever my family had or whatever my cousins had and stuff and i would just hoard oh. it all mm. um yeah that's that crazy too, man. <laughs> yeah and oh then I would train with Tony Vela too in the Bay Area, and then he kind of gave me some connects and stuff, and like other things to train. And then I came out to LA April mm-hmm. in 2019, and then I met you guys, mm-hmm. and now we're here. I, yeah. I have a question that came to mind as you were talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think a lot of immigrant, uh, first generation immigrants can relate to this, and especially I think Asian Americans can, but. You, from what you've said so far, you would say like your parents were pretty strict with you growing up, like yeah. not allowing you to do some things that you may have wanted to do, right? Yeah. So how did you finally muster up the courage to like just suck it up and go do what you wanted to do? But because you still go home and you seem like you have a, still a very good relationship with your family, mm-hmm. you know? Definitely. But like there does come a point in life where you have to show your parents to like, let you go mm-hmm. right. And do you to, cause like they're always going to want to do, want you to do what's safest for you. But sometimes yeah. that's not what you actually want to do. No. Nope. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know so many people personally and just like, I've, I haven't experienced this, but I just, I just know so many people have struggled with this. It's like, I mean, we all do to a degree of like, we, we always want our families, our most loved ones validation, you know? And so to go against their opinion is just like, it's, it's terrifying, mm-hmm. right? Like it's, it's the most terrifying thing ever to like go against what your loved ones want you to do, you know? Mm-hmm. So how did you muster up the courage to like, really just like, okay, I need to do this for me and I need to show them why this is right for me, mm-hmm. you know? Bro, it was hard, dude. It was so hard. Like, I was so shitting my pants scared to even tell him that I wanted to do this industry. Hey! 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 (laughs) Oh, no. That's like a sign. My parents are, like, trash-talking me right now or something. Um, Oh, my God. Dude, it was so hard, bro. I was so scared, like... Man, like, you guys definitely are in the same boat. Like, I'm sure you guys had the same feeling at the time. But, like, dude, I couldn't even... uh, Even, like, thinking about it now brings you back, Dude, not good memories. Like, not good feelings at all, bro. Um, um, But just when they saw me, how serious I was and how driven I was and how much I was just not giving up. And, like, I would always tell them, like, no, like, this is it. Like... Like now I say movie sets till I rest, but like even before all, before I even stepped on my first movie set, like I was still saying that, like I was still somehow saying like, no, this is it. Like I'm doing the movies or I'm going to fucking die. I don't care. Like, I don't care what you think like at all. You told that to them? Yeah. In in other words, I don't really remember how how it went down, but 
man like but then like once they just started seeing how serious i was um like i was going to everything i was going to every single event thing or every single short submitting to every single short film i could go to Mm -hmm. and then they just saw how how much how serious i wanted it Mm -hmm. and then finally like right before i left to la they were finally like okay mijo like i'm proud of you and like okay do it (laughs) so you like you really let your actions speak for yourself yeah huh yeah like because yeah especially when we're young like we can tell our parents like yeah i want to do this and they're gonna think like what if it's just a phase and then they go all in and waste all this money and then it's just two weeks (laughs) that they don't even Mm -hmm. but like they saw you consistently putting in work yeah Mm. definitely i think that's what they wanted probably like they wanted it to just be a phase for me and stay in brentwood and be a loser um (laughs) 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 Um, but yeah and then i moved out here when i was 19 and then i'm also the only uh, i'm the fourth out of five and i'm also the only one to never go to college out of them too and (laughs) ooh. Jesus, what is happening out there? It's a sign. Maybe he wants me to go to college. (laughs) 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 Go to college. (laughs) Go to college. college. (laughs) Uh, Well, I think the the, the way that you approach that really describes a lot about your character, you know? It's like really... It's not easy to do, you know? No. (laughs) It's your family and stuff. It's not easy, bro. I respect that. Thanks, bro. But I respect you guys, too, because you guys literally had the same kind of up- upbringing for that with chasing this dream. I feel yeah. like we all had different paths, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Similar, yeah. but different. Same thing, different ways. One million yeah. percent. And you know what? Like, we're actually the same soul. We just got separated at birth or whatever. Remember yep. we were talking about that? Yep. <laughs> Saying that, yeah. Heck yeah, bro. <laughs> Wait, so, like, was it was it a thing that it got to a point that you wanted it so bad that like you couldn't help oh yeah you couldn't help it yeah like you would it's just like you would not be okay with yourself yeah. living with dude like, 100 it's just, it was literally yeah. like a, a gravitational pull mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you had to do this oh, yeah, otherwise right like literally like it was never i wanted to do it it was i have I to, to i have to be here right now and then honestly i wouldn't even like I, I wouldn't really talk to my, I wouldn't, I would never ask them if I could go somewhere either, even though I lived at their house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never really talked to them a whole lot about it. Cause I was just like, no, like, I don't care what any of you guys think. Like I'm doing this no matter what, like even like one of my tios or my older sister, like Bobby, no, I think you should reconsider to do this or this. And I was like, Psh, I don't care what you think. <laughs> like, so you just go do it without even no yeah. warning. You would just go. No. Yeah. It was, I, I, I'm going to do this no matter what. Wow. And then, my, um, yeah, just my family understands that about me nowadays, too, because right before I went to Mexico the year before, like, yeah, mom, like I went by myself, too, like, and they didn't want me to do that. They thought I was going to die and shit. Um, like, uh, yeah. And that's it on that. But then um, but my mom was just like, hey, Poppy's going to go like no matter what, because that's what he does. Like, so. <laughs> Yeah, we, we better just support him at yeah, that you, point. Yeah, you might he's as gonna well. do it either way. Exactly. So do we either let him do it and yeah. support him, yeah. or that's be mad it, at it and he's gonna go do it? Anyways. That's how it is now. Yeah. Wow, that goes back to the confidence thing, bro. Yeah. If you just go and do it, like even your own parents, so. like it's just like, well, shoot, like uh-huh. I guess I'm just gonna let him do just it. Gonna let him do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's hard at first, but it's worth it. Dang man, that's that takes a lot of courage, and you. 
you were you were grinding for how long till he moved out here oh before i moved out here like almost a year and a half i think so since like, you were like 17 18 uh, i was like fresh 18 and then oh i moved gosh, out here like bro. right before i turned 19 and a half that's crazy bro wow. Wow. oh my god yeah. <laughs> we, we moved here when we were like 20 yeah right? yeah yeah but still like that's the same <laughs> Dang, Daniel. It's like the same age, but like there's so much growth that happens from 18 to 20, bro. Mm -hmm. Like I can't imagine trying to pursue the the industry at 18. I mean, everyone's story is different, but that's just... Hey, I have no regrets. I'm just happy that we're here now and we're happy. (laughs) Uh. Wow. Wow. So good and tasty. Excuse me. Yeah, I feel like moments like that, or like, you know, when you really, really want something, like you got to have it no matter what, the way that you get to that shows a lot about who you are as a person, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either that or when your back's against the wall and you like have no other options. Yep. Those two situations. Bro, you know? it does a lot. It's like an anime character arc for sure. Mm-hmm. Wait, so what would you say, like, like piggybacking off what Devante just said, like, the way you get to that feeling of like, I have to do it. What do you think you did from, okay, I'm interested in this to, okay, I have to do this. Like, cause that's the most important thing I think. And I think a lot of people can learn from that. Whoever's listening, if there's anyone that feels like lost and they want to find a new hobby or maybe a new career. And like, there's so many things to do in the world, you know, and there's so many things that we're going to like to do, but what is finding that one thing that you're like, I like I have to do this you know like what would you say what was that process from like oh I kind of like making videos I like movies to okay I ride or die like didn't she say movie sets till I die movie sets till I rest till you rest yeah um I mean that's pretty long time ago but like can you yeah. can you think back then like um well what yeah were you doing de- those it was definitely just that remaining year after I graduated high school, like I just really wasn't doing anything for my life. Like I I really didn't have a lot going for me. And I guess I was like, kind of depressed. I don't know. Like, but I was at a really low point. And I remember I told Devante this, like um, I had like the little spray bottle on the table and it was a empty quiet room that I was supposed to like clean the walls or whatever. And then I just, I put it there and I just like stood there for like, for like a minute just staring at it like i was just like what the hell am i doing with my life and i yelled hella loud i just went ah! like hella loud like because nobody could hear me in there and then like i was just really losing my shit so then i was like okay like i mentioned like i googled I, I would i googled like the stunt camp and i look at the stunt camp and i would i would look at it like every week like every week i'll just pull it back up and like i like th- like it was like the only thing i was really interested in that I thought I could really do something with my life. Mm. And then I was just like, okay, like, and then I just paid it. I didn't tell anyone. I just paid it for like two months. I didn't tell anyone. And then, then when I was actually there, I was like, okay, yeah, no, this is it. And I came back to California. I was like, okay, yeah, no, like, I don't care what anyone thinks. This is it right here. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying though, like some people don't really find that when they're, when they're like 18 or whatever. Um, yeah, like say for example, if if you searched up the stunt thing and it was like, it's cool, but you didn't have that feeling. What do you think you would have done? Would you just kept searching more stuff? 
Yeah, just search other stuff. Um, try a bunch of things that kind of interest you because your life is so short. And yeah, don't even, if you're interested in anything or even like a certain, or if you're, if you're interested in a certain somebody and you're like, oh, that, or like that girl, she's like a tiger. I want her. <laughs> and then <laughs> you're just going <laughs> to have to get it. You just have to go for it. Go get it. Get whatever you want and it's yours. The world is yours. So it was taking action for you pretty much then. Wait, what did you say, sir? It was pretty much, this, the difference was you took action to be able to find out where that, yeah, your passion yeah, for Yeah, you got to take action because it's not, especially being in Brentwood where nothing happens, it's not just going to, nothing's going to be handed to you for sure. Like mm-hmm. you just have to really put yourself, you got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable for sure. And because that's where the growth happens. Yeah. So I have one more. Do you have, do you have a question? Uh, no, no, not right now. I have like one more follow up to that again. Like, cause you said you loved making videos since you were little. Hell right? yeah. Like, wouldn't you say like all these things that we just naturally gravitated to when we were kids, I feel like that's a huge hint mm-hmm. to what our calling is. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, is that why stunts was the first thing that came to mind? was because you were always making like crazy videos and stuff and you were always tricking and stuff and it's like well what's what's the job that's making videos (laughs) making movies and doing crazy things with your body exactly it's stunts yeah i thought it was perfect too but um i mean if you're a kid though like there's a whole bunch of stuff like uh like basketball and check and field like i wanted to still the only reason why i was considering college was to just do sports and stuff Mm. Um, like I thought I was going to go that route more, but like, I, like, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of more a hobby, just making videos, but actually, you know what? No, that's a lie. That's a lie. When I was like 10, when I was like 11, 12, like I always knew I wanted to be in this industry mm. and then just making videos was just, it, but it, it never felt like a job or a chore to me. Like it was just, I fucking love making dumb videos and, and always making my family laugh with them. Mm-hmm. Cause I really thought that we were good at it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we made everyone laugh. Like, all, all my family members, there's, we always made them laugh, like mm-hmm. watching the videos. And so then I was like, okay, it feels good. It feels really good to do that. Um, and then the stunts, I would always just do crazy shit, like jump off my roof straight to the concrete when I was a little kid, like for no reason, just cause it was summer vacation and I was happy. And then I would do like I would do like wall hits. I would just throw myself into the wall, Dude, and then I would sled down the stairs and stuff, like in the on the wood stairs in the barn. Um, yeah, I don't know. We would just do crazy. St- I guess that's because we grew up on like that ranch area, so we didn't have much to do other than do stupid jackass shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you're shibbled to her from day one. From day one, yeah. <laughs> Damn, man. But hey, who knows how Shablu we're going to be in 10 years. Right? A lot did can we, change. Did we fully elaborate on the on the what is too much Shablu? I, I guess it was like as long as you're not negatively yeah, affecting other yeah, people, right? Yeah. I think we've answered this question on the, ca- the Shablu cast already, too. Probably, yeah. Yeah, we, we said the same answer, bro. We said the same answer as you. It was like, it was like, it was like, as long as you're not negatively harming other people, you know, or your intentions are that, mm-hmm. then it's like. Shibletu. 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 
What are these horns, man? Sorry, homies and homets, for these technical difficulties. (laughs) Jeez Louise. (laughs) But also, Tusha Blue, don't harm yourself too much. Yeah. Because, like, we do stunts, like, we get, like, little bumps and cuts sometimes. But, like, just don't, like, really kill yourself and stuff. I would hope not. Take care of yourself. Oh, dude, take care of your bodies, man. Like, that's what Hans Wickling would tell me all the time. Save your bodies, dog. Save your bodies. Mm-hmm. All the time. Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a question I was going to ask you earlier about, like, your, uh, I don't know, mentors and yeah. things of that nature. Dude. For sure, Hans Wickling, bro. Like, rest in peace to your, to your soul, man. Rest like, dude, peace. I still, dude. Praying Mantis. Praying Mantis, man. He, yeah, dude. He was the <laughs> first person to ever believe in me that I could really do this in this <sighs> industry. Like, like before I started like working or whatever, like in LA, like I was, I was pretty confident, but like it, it helps. It goes a long way when someone else sees something else in you, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like Hans, bro, like, especially someone that's already in the position yeah. that you want to be in. Mm-hmm. Like that validation is mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Right, man. That guy helped me a lot and he taught me a lot mm-hmm. and he really believed in me and he was just a really good friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to the legend. Rest in peace. Something that you just said just now made me realize something of an experience I had recently, too, of like, I feel like all three of us would say the most important validation is this you have to have your own validation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we shouldn't crave external validation, mm-hmm. right? But I, this is how I feel. I want to know your guys' thoughts if you agree with this, but I, I realized that the more I am giving myself validation, like that I'm confident with what I'm doing is right and I don't need it from other people, the more it actually hits harder once that external validation actually comes. Yeah. Right? Like, like your relationship with Hans, like, it meant so much to you because for all those years of you and Brentwood, you like you were telling yourself these things to finally make this jump and you believed in yourself and all these things and then someone that you've looked up to, you they tell you the same thing that you've been telling yourself. Yeah. That takes that to a whole new level, bro. Like but if you were to like be craving that validation all the time, you never are going to be happy and just want more and more and more, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't, I don't know. For me, I just realized, like, it hits so much harder the more you don't need it, you know? Yeah. I think it should just be, like, uh, your self-validation is the most important and then just, like, take uh, with a grain of salt, I guess, and then just let, like, everything, let all the other validations come to you, mm-hmm. like, when you earn them. I guess, but it definitely hits way harder when other people realize that light in you. People you know, that you respect. That you respect for sure, yeah. 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 <sighs> million percent. Mm-hmm. 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 to hit. to hit. Life is so good. It's yeah. so good and tasty. It's so good and tasty. <laughs> But hey, like, stay tuned. Like, we're only getting warmed up right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The wave is coming. It's like, um, 
Sorry, back to this validation thing. It's like, I feel like this is a very, like, no matter what, it's in our human nature. At the end of the day, we want external validation. If you're not willing to admit that, then you're in denial. Like, we all, that's why we live life at the end of the day, you know? But um, it's like, it's a balanced thing, you know? And I feel like if you can get more from yourself, you have more room to accept it from others. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, if you're eating the food, like junk food all the time, like the best food, you were saying this earlier, right? If you're eating the best food all the time, food that's just like the best, like then nothing tastes good to you anymore. But if you're like, you know, you're being disciplined, you're eating a lot of healthy things, then you finally have a cookie. Oh my God, that cookie tastes like the best freaking thing you've ever had in your life. And you just like, you just want to live in that cookie, you know? (laughs) But then, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, that was a dumb analogy, but I just, I feel like that's the same thing with validation, you know? Yeah. One million percent. But to the haters, don't listen to the haters though. Mm -hmm. I mean, you take it with a grain of salt if they have like nice input for you constructive, constructive criticism yeah constructive yeah. criticism but it doesn't even matter though you can listen but you don't have to believe yeah take what you want yeah you be the judge yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. cuz it's just you at the end of the day mhm oh. mhm <sighs> we're getting pretty i think we should wrap it up pretty soon it's been an hour and 22 but do you guys <laughs> does anyone have any final thoughts about anything that has been spoken in this amazing Triforce episode. Triforce for life. Triforce for life. Mm-hmm. Triforce for life. Oh. I'm just really happy to be where we're at right now on today. What's today? January 23rd, 2023. Already, bro. Yo, it's Jordan Jordan Day. Jordan Jordan. <laughs> 2323. It's the first Jordan Day of the Jordan year. And um, yeah, let's see what other mountains we're going to climb because I can smell it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be quite good and tasty and dandy nandy. Well, we got to enjoy the journey. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. A million percent. I feel like that's what has been the key to our happiness, you know? Mm-hmm. Us, we've just always been trying to enjoy the journey. Mm-hmm. Not be comfortable in it, mm-hmm. but enjoy it. Enjoy mm-hmm. it, yes. <sighs> oh, okay. Well, suavecito. I mean, if you guys don't have any final thoughts, can you tell the homies and homets where they can find you online? Certainly. On Instagram, it's just Hector underscore suave underscore underscore. Mm. And then my YouTube is just Hector Melgoza, M E L G O Z A. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I deleted TikTok and um, yeah, Snapchat too. So <laughs> I mean, Facebook. You got me on Facebook if you want. Hector Maligoza, and that's mm-hmm. it. Everything big, chilling off the windmilling like a cupcake, no filling, California oh, living. That is that is his iconic phrase. <laughs> mm-hmm. Heck yeah, easy money, so the smooth. smooth. And uh, yeah, if you guys didn't get that, it's it'll be on the description. Y'all know where to find Devante and I. If not, it's in the description. Um, follow Shablu underscore cast on Instagram. Um, if you liked it, 
give, give a rating, rating on the the thingy thing. <laughs> I'm not good at the social media stuff, bro. If we're on Spotify, I, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, leave a review if you want to. Share if you want to. If you don't want to, don't have to. Shabluta, do whatever, whatever you want to do. Um, trying to do new episodes every Monday, but um, if not, just just know it'll come around sometime. Shabluta, <laughs> it'll be there. It'll be there. It'll be there. Um, shout out to Brandon H Lee. Shout out to Devonte Thomas. Legends though. Uh, All right. Um, well, on that note, you want to do the outro with us? Remember, guys, everything's connected. Love is a motive forever. Oh, because you're sure No, I'm saying that was a good episode. Do you guys feel like dude? I do. Yeah. (sighs) Those tacos, man. Those tacos, bro. Oh my god. Good. Indubitably great. Oh. Food coma, but also zen and happy. Oh. Did you guys finish all your food? Oh yeah, we should cut.